Greetings, heroes and Force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. As always, I am Dino DeCandros, and I'm joined today by Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And not Alyssa, because she's enjoying some well-earned R&R as her work schedule continues to pick up. So she will be missed as we talk about the unbelievable, (laughs) in every sense of the word, Episode 3 of Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this is Part 3, directed by Deborah Chow, written by uh, Joby Harold, Hannah Friedman, and Hossein Amini. And by God, you could say we're Star Wars fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought this smelled bad. It smells like a new corn here! Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along! Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe! could say we're Star Wars fans. You, you could say that. One could, could say that. And we did. And I will. So, um, as far as episode three goes, did... We're did, halfway through. Uh, well, we're halfway through, and did you think that at the halfway point we would get what they gave us? <laughs> um... Maybe, maybe only just because like we only have three left, which is crazy. That, that's, ver- that's very fair. That's very true. That being said... I, um, I'm stunned. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, I mean, because it's like, this is the halfway point. Like, what is the finale going to be like? Jesus, God. Yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah, let's dive right into that. Like, I was, I was, I'm, I'm yes, blown away most, that we got, uh, I'm blown away that we got so much exposure of Darth Vader. I've been exposed. Exposed. Mm-hmm. And I love um, it. And I still love it to this day. I mean, they, they just really went for it. Like, yeah, they went for it, and I, I think that they kind of, I don't know if this is if they, they <laughs> obviously they feel they feel the weight. They they know that everybody like believes that Darth Vader is like one of the greatest villains of all yeah. time, yeah, and they want him to be feared and not just like a meme. Um, and yeah. you know, Rogue One was like one of the first times that I ever really felt like that. I mean, I, I think as a child, I was terrified of Darth Vader for sure. But like, you know, growing older, I was kind of like, oh, you know, isn't the, he's silly, isn't it? Well, yeah. And and there's something to that, because I think the scariest thing about Vader was was left up to your imagination. Because totally. most of, most of the, the original films, he's just kind of prowling around. And, yeah. And every once in a while, he chokes somebody with the force. And it's like, but oh, okay. usually one of his own minions. But here and it, you mentioned rogue one but here you see like uh jason Voorhees, Dear darth vader god i i freddy krueger yeah it was it was built to be a little uh like you know like obi-wan's little personal horror story like it was uh, yeah yeah like um <laughs> my goodness yeah his entrance uh onto that planet and obi-wan seeing him for the first time and like him like 
force choking all of the oh my god and then killing a child S- snapping a child's neck without without a hesitation like just like the, the the child comes to like you know assumedly come help his father i guess that's being force choked in midair and then gets his head snapped and uh we're all left thinking um well this guy has got some uh some issues <laughs> what <to> <laughs> And it makes forgiving him by the time we get to Return of the Jedi all the more difficult. Oh man, yeah, yeah, and and because it's, yeah. yeah, it's 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 heart it's heartbreaking and so sad, and um, we're starting to see, um, and 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 truthfully, like you can tell, he's not just doing it out of um, you know pointless rage or whatever. Like he's doing it strategic, to, strategically to torture Obi Wan. Yeah, you know, like because he, he he knows. Well, and I'm curious because I I mean I don't know if we'll ever get this answer, but I'm I'm you know because we've heard the Inquisitors say that like you know the Jedi sort of out themselves like all the yeah. time yeah. because they hunt like, themselves. Yeah. yeah, they hunt themselves because you know if the there's compassion ever compassion leaves need, a trail, they will absolutely go and help yep. them. But yep. Uh, yep. Um, whether or not that was Darth Vader's like you know, mind space at that moment, or if he knew that Obi-Wan wouldn't come out, but that he would probably see it and uh, like have to like suffer that it was going to be his fault that this person died. It's like probably both. Yeah. Either way, yeah. it's just so disturbing, so disturbing. And, um, yeah, I mean, just imagine like this is that, that that's, that's, that's his, his MO. Oh my God. Just all the things that we haven't seen and probably will see potentially going forward in the next couple of days. It's just, I mean, episodes, not days, but yikes, yikes, Uh, yikes, yikes. But, but we are, they, they did hold true to the statements they were made, both Hayden Christensen and Deborah Chow both Mm -hmm. said before the series that we were going to see Vader in a very different place than we've seen him before. And he is, this is the one who's still smoldering with hatred. Raging fire. And I feel like even by the time we get to Return of the Jedi, Mm -hmm. he's almost uh, beaten down in a way. Because I'm I'm thinking about the conversation he has when he, he shows up on Endor to arrest Luke and... Luke says, it's not too late, come with me. And, and Vader yeah. says, it's too late for me, son. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're right. I think that, yeah, he's, he's, um, we, we might see his, like, this is, um, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, because, gosh, we've been talking about it in, this, in the Marvel universe a lot, but like the stages of grief, you know? Yeah. Like, Darth Vader is kind of going through that, and we never really got to see his, um, his ragey anger side and well that's not true i guess we have but i mean like i think that we're seeing the full arc of that that rage you know and yep. we're, we're at the peak right now it feels like right. and uh by the return of the jedi we see sort of his like diminished yes version of that and he's starting to have acceptance i guess um yeah i i it just makes it just makes his characters that much more juicy and wonderful and i i i'm so happy and excited about it well and and we've talked about the concerns of overexposing a character like vader because sure. you can't have too much of a good thing yeah yeah well but it's funny I, like it's funny that you say that because i literally had the thought i was like oh man what if like at this point they could totally do a darth vader show and Hayden Christensen said he'd be open to it. It's, he wasn't suggesting it is happening, but he said, like, 
there is so much to explore there. And I'm like, yeah, there is. Well, but in, don't. Like, and his relationship. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and his relationship with the Inquisitors and yeah. all that. Like that could absolutely be its own show. Um, really I just don't dark think we... show for sure. But I, 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 yeah, I, I don't think they would do that, and they probably shouldn't. But I mean, like if they were gonna give it to me, I'd be like, nom, 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 nom. it'd be great in the moment. I just worry about what it would do for the character as a whole because yeah, the fact we we don't get all that much screen time with Vader through the entire series, I think, is what is so effective about it. we leave so much up to imagination sure well and you know you're 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 kind of treading on to the thought process behind some people's um uh what do you call it um i guess criticisms of uh boba fett yeah no it, that was exactly it he yeah. he had his helmet off too much yeah you know, like and 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 we were like seeing his sort of um, you know, at the you know after he's had his rage and, and he's now like like a more, you know, um, compassionate, compassionate and yeah, understandable person. Yeah, and there was a question of if, if did we need that less Boba? mystery and but, more like oh yeah. yeah, I totally get where he's coming from. That makes sense. And you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to see where that. But I mean, I, I personally, I I still believe that I. Loved it, and I, I'm very excited yeah, to see course. where his character arc goes because I can kind of, I'm I'm sort of seeing the imaginary big picture potentially, and that they're making a setup for a whatever else coming a forward, cross, a big a big old crossover event, a big I mean, old crossover the, event. Yeah, that those were John Favreau's words. They're they are building to a big crossover event. Yeah, like that whole Mandoverse. It's um, fairly fair. I wouldn't say obvious, but yeah, it's pretty obvious. Yeah. And Considering the timeline of all of these shows, now, uh, Kenobi aside, all of the other shows are going to be taking place around the same time. Um, and uh, speaking of crossovers, I mean, like I know we, I talked about it the, on the last episode, um, uh, and I, I'm not sure exactly where I, where my mind stands at it now that I've seen this next episode. But um, we talked about Jedi Fallen Order, yeah, and we saw yet another like direct call to that game where we visited the inquisitors base. I mean, I think we kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. Um, but their underwater really dope ass base. I yeah. love that. Um, that tower. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Um, and it, it kind of makes me wonder whether or not, cause I mean, I was, I was saying like, Oh, well we might get some characters from that game in, you know, live action in this particular show. And I was thinking to myself, well, uh, I think what would probably be more likely, although um, even though we've seen so many elements from that game in the show so far, um, it's probably more likely that we'll see elements from the show in that the next in the game. game. Well, and it's interesting you mentioned that because I, I believe one of the writers on uh, uh, the game's called Survivor. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, Fallen Order Survivor. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the writers had mentioned that uh, the timeline of that game runs concurrent with Kenobi. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so yes. I mean, the answer is... It doesn't seem accidental. Like No, and even if it's just locations or, or offhand mentions... Uh, and, and, and obviously, I mean, you just said it, the Inquisitors are a, a very clear and distinct link between... between... Kenobi and that game right and, yeah and in fact and Darth uh, Vader and Darth Vader and uh and we're seeing it with Reva a little bit we, uh-huh. we're kind of doing a little 
uh, a Trilla action. If you don't know who yeah. I'm talking about and you're listening, Trilla was an, uh, an Inquisitor in uh, the first Fallen Order game. Uh, she was a Jedi Padawan who was abducted by the Empire and, and brainwashed. Wait, wasn't Trilla and... the good one? No, Tr- Trilla was the apprentice. I'm forgetting her master's name, who yeah. uh, Cal runs with. Trill- yeah. Trilla is the, uh, is the, is the, the Inquisitor. The Inquisitor, got it. Um, second sister? Sorry? Second sister, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Reva is third sister. And right. Not y- to be you, confused. And you you wonder if, if that's kind of the dynamic happening here a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Somebody suggested that Revo was in the first scene of Kenobi, where the kids are running from yeah. the Order sixty six stuff, and they're right. There, there was a little a black Padawan among. Well, she was the first. She was the very first character yeah. that we saw. Yeah, yeah. And which I mean, that that can't be an accident either. No, which actually, um, a friend of mine who I, I'm in the show with, we've we, uh, I've been watching with a group of guys that have all really enjoyed Kenobi, and one of them cute. Uh, made a really keen observation. Very keen. Or astute observation. So that you know the character posters they've been releasing? Yes. With like with, the with eyeball. The, with the eyeball and it's showing either Kenobi or Vader. Yes. And usually it's it's somebody they're antagonistic toward. The person in oh. the eyeball is whoever that character is antagonistic toward. Sure. But in Reva's poster, it's Vader. Oh, yeah. Won't that be... Oh, well, that... See, I mean... Everybody is like, you know, honestly complaining about her character. Not everybody. Oh my god, that's the stupidest thing to say. He's like, no, there's no. a lot of people that are, which is so silly. Um, again, I think it's a lot of people that ha- that watched the first two episodes and then decided like, oh, her entire character doesn't make sense. I was like, bitch, give her a chance to like have her entire arc because I like you. You can tell that there's like, there's like. Uh, and with all of the Inquisitors, they're all overcompensating and all one-upping each other. Yes. And like, and I, I think that that's leading to um, uh, potentially her like having a um, uh, a common enemy. You know what I mean? Between, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm, don't. Kn- <laughs> Do you think that Reva's gonna survive this? I don't. Yeah, I don't think so and- either. And so we were, uh, the, the guys I, I, I've been hanging I with. I how she can. We, we were bandying around the idea that, uh, uh, well, okay, so that the number one question being, why is she in, interested in Kenobi in particular? Mm-hmm. Is it because she knows Vader is, and this is the quickest way to climb the ladder, which is, mm-hmm. I think, like the baseline. She's a ladder climber, for sure. That, that would be obvious. Yeah. I mean, it seems like they're all ladder climbers, but she has got like yes. a lot of conviction. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I would buy that, and her performance sells that. Very much so. That would be fine if that's what it is. Yeah, I, it could I be just as simple. Yeah. Th- the next level is what we were just talking about. Is she kind of a, a, a Trilla, tragic-like figure who yep. was indeed a Jedi, Jedi Padawan and blames Kenobi in part for Because she doesn't failing. know the whole story. Right. But by extension, the fact that she does know Vader is Anakin Skywalker, which mm-hmm. we were... wondering how that could be and there's plenty of acceptable answers but what if this is twofold she she wants to uh let me make sure i'm getting this right she is hunting kenobi so viciously yeah because she knows it will grab vader's attention yep perhaps put her in the good graces of vader for her then to take vengeance on anakin skywalker Mm. 
so for kill obi-wan for failing the order and kill anakin for, for destroying killing it. all the younglings yeah 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 and i was like you want to make reva uh a care and then and then that ensures she does not survive because that well. kind of makes her sort of an anti-hero in a sense right yeah which would be dope and and it also we know i i think it's fairly inevitable if you've if you've followed star wars uh that the grand inquisitor is alive right and and uh, yeah you're gonna you're gonna have this subplot of oh yeah so i'm i'm curious if you're it, like what your take was on it in this episode because to me it kind of felt like like she got away with it yeah she was able to lie she lied to him to Vader. yeah and so i mean that so yeah several questions come out of that a uh it feels like the inquisitors are unaware that she did it yeah, but, yeah. like she like he like they're like just assuming that kenobi killed him right um and i don't think darth vader is like you know he probably senses that she's lying I'm not sure he care. I mean, he but says he that the care, Grand Inquisitor right. does not matter. He, right, he, like, <laughs> that was very clear. In Kenobi his is the right. only thing that matters. And then, right. uh, to your point, he directly says to her, "I know what it is you want, mm-hmm. you ladder climber, and you can have it. You, <laughs> you can want have it, it? If you, right? You can have it if you give me Kenobi. You better um, show me the receipts, bitch. I'm, um, I, and I'm curious too. Like, um, yeah, I mean, if it's it could, be, you know, she could be vying for his spot, even like. Well, and the more I think about it, at just, the just side of the emperor, you know. And the more I think about it, just um, just think about the way of the Sith and the yeah. way they've depicted Palpatine and Vader's relationship, particularly mm-hmm. in the books and comics, where yep. Vader makes several not so veiled attempts to to take his place, to to take over, and the yeah. emperor knows it, and he yeah. friggin' loves it. Yeah, he's like, like yeah, you like that? You yeah. want it? So it. <laughs> And and my understanding from the new canon is that Vader personally trained at least the first group of Inquisitors. Like these, they are his charges. And right. So it would make sense that uh, whatever Reva's planning, I I I I'm not sure Vader really cares because he's like your your ambition serves me to a yeah. point, and then when I don't need you anymore, I will dispose of you. You will be dead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he um, yeah he even said. Yeah, he he didn't say when, he said if, but like he probably meant when. <laughs> because he said like if you don't succeed, I'm going to kill your ass. Which um yeah, doesn't bode well for her. <laughs> Since we know that no. she doesn't succeed. But that that's why I think there's a it, it, going back to your point about why some people, some very vocal people were upset. Mm-hmm. Uh it was just so stupid, but upset with where she was after two episodes. And I was like, mm. there's going to be juice here at the end. No doubt. There She's has got to a be. lot going on. And I think uh, having, having her take vengeance on Kenobi and Skywalker. I think that's just, a sick It paints such line. an interesting. Yeah. Well, we've never seen anything quite like that in Star Wars, at least live action. And uh, it paints yet another tragic portrait of just how badly the Jedi failed. Mm-hmm. Like the Sith are bad, but the Jedi were stupid. Yep, or arrogant. And she and... does have like you know, um, I mean, if you're digging into like psychology of her, like she does kind of have the signs of like a girl who's been through trauma early in her life and has never quite dealt with it the right way, and like never really completely. There's parts of her like that haven't grown up 
like appropriately, you know, so she's like rash and like, or, you know, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It, it, it all checks out to me. I, I, I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes and I love that idea and I, I, it would be dope if they did that. Be very cool. I mean, it still would be cool if they didn't, but it would be cooler. <laughs> I, I like, I like honestly, uh, just at face value, I, I, I like what Moses Ingram is doing with yeah, me too with Reva. Like she's even even if your the complaint was valid that it feels a little one notish right now. Yeah, sure. She's very good at playing that note. Yes, she's very charismatic and she's she's a she's a loose cannon. Yeah, she's right. really good at kind of just being and if all we're, over the place. If we're you know if. Um, you know, they're staying true to their word, the, you know, Lucasfilm and Disney, that they're, um, at least with Lucasfilm in particular, that their their target audience has always been 12-year-olds. Yep. Like, this kind of an enemy is very easily understood. It's yes. like, you know, she, she doesn't like these people and she is going after them. Like, yep. that's all you need to know. And, and that would be enough. Yeah, that it, would be enough. But but that's that that's not going to be it. Like, yeah, she, I don't she, think so either. And you can tell you can tell just by the caliber of actress she is that that yeah. is abs- that is absolutely not going to be the case. Yeah, they they could they could give her more more meat and um, and I'm I'm too. looking forward to that subplot. Me um, too. We haven't even talked about uh, Kenobi yet, and Ewan McGregor does some of his best work he's doing so good to date in this episode in particular he's just like so i uh yeah it's it's just like he i don't even know what it is it's just like he has such a warm such a warm kind presence and it's just and 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 but like also um so like hurt and um, you can tell that he's just been devastated alone. and alone and yeah and, and it's and it's yeah so it's equal parts sad and um yeah he's just really 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 doing and, an awesome job and it w- it was really borne out when vader was hunting him and mm-hmm. oh my god he's guy doesn't the guy doesn't know how to swing his lightsaber anymore yeah it's so sad well and, and he, terrified and, and and it's interesting too cuz there um earlier on when um he was reading the quote on the wall about like not being able to um, you know that you'll find light in the darkness, or you, you, oh, you can't well, yeah, see. I'll, yeah, I'll, you know. I'll read out the full when he was talking to Leia about what the force is. is uh, oh you, no, not mean? that part, but but that part was we'll also that. super we'll beautiful. Get, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, yeah, but there, when he's like well, reading on the wall, it's something about um, I think it's something that um, Quinn Voss. Uh, yes. Wrote yes. On the wall. Which which what a what a name drop that I was. Know. If you follow if you followed the old canon. They're I mean they're just name dropping all of the freaking cartoon That's characters. That's a big one. Just, That's a big one. It is a big one and there is total precedent for a live action version of him in this show. Yes. Like equal. Oh yeah. And then um you know Or a season 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah or, or like a spin-off or whatever it may be yeah. of them yeah, like yeah. doing, you know, the path of the Jedi or something. Um but or the way is that what they called it the way the path the way no yeah. the path the path the path yeah um uh but yeah so they were talking about like you know you have to like um be blind to see i i can't remember the the exact quote but it's it was really quite poignant and and it related to this moment too cuz he 
you know, wasn't using the force to feel his surroundings. He was like literally, quite literally using his lightsaber as a flashlight, you know what I mean? Cause it was yep. like so dark and it blinded him. He couldn't, he couldn't see the, the, he couldn't see Darth Vader coming. So, um, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I think that he's still, um, he's like, he's like, uh, um, taking his first baby steps back into, um, being in touch with the force. Um, yeah. And I don't think that we'll see him in his full, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see him in his full glory in this show, but, um, uh, I mean, he... so, so the question is, and I, I think it's fairly obvious at least that we, we are getting a second confrontation because that wasn't yeah. even a confrontation. That we may was even a get a slapping. third too. But uh, they, they build this show as a rematch of the century. And right. I've already seen some people who are just not using their brains properly. Bunch of dummies. Uh, uh, they make the assumption that we that was the rematch. That that was it. And I was like, guys. I mean, it was guys, pretty sick, to be honest. I mean, it was sick, but that wasn't, that wasn't through the, the that, that wasn't I, that, a fight. I was not expecting that. Him but being it, dragged through yeah. the fire. I was like, oh, my God. But no, but this wasn't a duel. This was no. uh, a bitch slapping. Like, this is not a, re- right. that was not a rematch. Right. That, that's my point. It was like, you have to just kind of put on your common sense here. And like, this is, this is the moment that pushes Obi-Wan to get back in the fight. Right. Because he know he will, I mean, um, there's kind of no turning back now. Like he has no. to do something. Um, and he, this was him just getting a taste of, you know, his, uh, Anakin's newfound power as Darth Vader. Yeah. You know? And, and, and the horror on mm-hmm. his face while he's just getting hacked at. I yeah. Mean, it, With one hand, mind you, like he's right. just like Vader using was pl- one hand and Vader like, could have killed him. Yeah. And, like, it, yeah. He had him by the he, neck. What's so interesting. And again, this is another moment people got I, frustrated with, uh, when, when Vader was uh, dragging him through the fire mm-hmm. was that when, uh, he's he's saved vader doesn't pursue he could have easily blown that fire out again he well could have, technically I mean, vader saved him because he, right, that's he, the thing it's like he, he, he uses the go. force to push him out of the fire like as if he was going to take him in like alive so that he can continue to torture his little plaything. right and people were like this this doesn't like this already narratively doesn't make sense it's like vader just told him that Your pain only has only begun. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think he made it pretty clear that uh, oh, you you're gonna you're gonna pay. I think in his all in, sorts of ways. I think his initial, um, his initial thought was that he was gonna bring him in and then torture him more that way. But I think right. maybe he made a choice in that very moment that um, it might serve him to let him go because he could potentially lead him to, to more. the younglings yeah. that have been getting away. There's also the component. Somebody... Well, oh wait, but the um, we should we should we should be aware um, at this point. I mean, if you've played the video game, um, that Darth Vader is a, like aware that there are more younglings out there. Of, and there was, of course, he is. There was a holocron yeah. and it got destroyed yeah. or whatever. But um, uh, um, and this is five years after that moment. That um, uh, so. Yeah, it, it's it's. I think that he, that's still on the forefront of his mind because I mean, it's like Obi Wan is obviously public enemy number one for him, but he like still wants to continue his job seeking out um, other Force sensitive uh, people or children so that he can, you know, either use right. them or kill them. So, 
um, if he thinks Obi-Wan can help, I think that might be part of the reason why he let him go. And somebody else um, raised the interesting point. What if Vader let him in part walk because he was disappointed? Oh yeah, that that like, that, that. Like I was expecting, um, and it's it's kind of an you know it's very arrogant on his part, but he's like I was expecting like catharsis from this. Like sure, it didn't make like, it fun for him. And it's like <laughs> you're you're pathetic. He said, look look how weak the years have made you. Yeah, totally. And and you know what? Honestly, I mean, I'm yeah, because it because. We we see Anakin like being obsessed with power, and then um and then Darth Vader same, um and he's like this is the guy who I once relied on to be my master. I mean, yeah. look at you. Like I think he would a- take he would probably take more pride in like killing like one of the greatest Jedi of all time. Um, but right now he's not that. I no. mean, yeah, he's definitely in his weakest form. Um, so yeah, I, so, I could absolutely see that being a thing. But but uh, so Obi Wan now has three episodes to basically have his Rocky montage of <laughs> of of, oh of, my of, God. of relearning um, what he has unlearned and what he yeah. unlearned intentionally. And you know who's to, gonna to help him? Leia. Oh God, yeah, Leia. Leia by but just also... being Leia. Qui Gon. Yeah. Yeah. Qui Gon. Definitely Qui Gon. And I'm not emotionally prepared for that. No, moment. me neither. It's gonna be so because I mean, like, it's this like basically every single episode he's reached out to him. You know, yes. like calling Qui Gon. Calling. When Qui-Gon. I think we talked about Over. in our la- we talked about in our last episode how we're we're pretty much left with the assumption that he has been unable to commune with him. Right. After ten years, even though Yoda tried to give him the way of doing it, but I think. Whenever they do speak, this will be the first time since yeah. Phantom Menace that they've spoken, and it's <laughs> Jesus. It's gonna be so. That that I mean, Leia has been the heart of the show like so far, but that that yeah. will be that will be devastating for for myself, I'm sure, and probably a lot of people. Well, but uh, let's go back to what we 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 tabled for a moment. So, the, the, I think I love Darth Vader, so he was automatically my favorite. Oh, sure. Moment. But I think the best moment of this episode was when uh, Leia and Obi-Wan are, are speaking, and she asks him, how how does the Force work? Yeah. She says, the Force, what does it feel like? And what, what Obi-Wan says, as he was, has always been able to do, he, he, he states it so beautifully. He says, have you ever been afraid of the dark? Mm-hmm. How does it feel when you turn on the light? Yeah. And, and... Uh, Leia says, "I feel safe," mm-hmm. and and then Obi Wan says, "Yes, it feels like that." And he probably hasn't felt that in a no. long time. And and uh, you know, and what I was talking about before, it absolutely relates to that as well. So we we get like basically two two hits of the exact same theme about like there's you know a light in the that the force is like a light in the yes. dark kind of situation, and um, and then when he gets to face Vader for the first time. Like he is not using that force, and he is no. terrified. No, I mean he he he's a frightened child. Mm-hmm. I mean he's and and and, oh. and seeing Speaking seeing child, Anakin. Hmm. I, I was just saying, um, table for you know after we talk about this, but that like he randomly like throws out the little nugget that is like, oh yeah, I had a brother, and we're like, um, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that that was the, yeah. It, well, yes. Number one confirmation that oh, two things hands, confirmation that Obi Wan had soul. 
Yeah. I like the way he that, says uh, Shaw. Of course, Obi-Wan had a family. We never think about it, but of course he did. Yeah. And, and it also paints uh, a picture, yet another kind of unflattering picture of the Jedi, uh, unflattering from a certain point of view, in that taken from their families very young. and From another point like, of view. Uh, like, it's, it's, it's a hard, thankless life. Yeah, totally. Um, and think about what Obi-Wan has been through up to this point with Satine, uh, with, with Anakin... And to think uh, what his Maul. life could have been, you know, had he not been taken from his family. It's interesting. And and how he didn't ever fully allow himself to be happy. And mm, so sad. And and Leia is the one bringing that out of him. Not yeah. Luke, Leia. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever think that was going to be that way? Um, and it's just so so touching and sweet and um and just like such a lovely tribute to to Leia's character. Um yeah. Uh, and also, ah, oh, such a lovely tribute that they did for for Carrie Fisher in general. Yeah, yeah, Lola. Yeah, the, little Lola the droid, the droid, which was um, apparently Carrie Fisher had a uh, a bird named Lola. It's, um, it's little stuff like that. I mean, v- Vivian Blair, this little girl, young woman, is doing a tremendous job. Uh, and it gets better with. I mean, this this was such a great episode, and I'm thinking of the scene too when uh uh. Leia says, you know, I, you know, are you my, are you my real father? Uh, Asking Obi-Wan that. And he said, I wish I was. I wish I was. It's like, mm-hmm. oh my good God. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty freaking sad. And then Leia lays eyes on her real father. And di- yeah. in, in the same episode, she has that conversation. I'm like, Ooh. oh my God. Yeah. And she has no idea. And interesting that Vader does not yet sense her, mm-hmm. which which just lends credence to the fact we do know that Leia becomes force sensitive, but that it's laying dormant and, uh, or at least dormant enough for Vader not to detect it. I'm a bad Star Wars fan because I'm trying to remember: does Leia actually like have? Yes. What? The Force. <laughs> yes. No, I know that. No, but oh. does she? Does she? <laughs> does she have a hat? Yes, she has a hat. Um, the, did she ever have a moment of like the realization, like, oh my God, Darth Vader is my dad, or was Luke the only one that had the that moment? No, it's when Luke Luke told her in Return of the Jedi. It does, ha- but it does happen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 and and yeah, it, the, the, if you remember the scene uh, where they're in the Ewok village and Luke is standing alone on the bridge and. I just remember them up. saying like, "Oh yeah, you're my you're my sister." Oh yeah, and yeah, I, he tells I, her, and then he says, "Blah blah blah," and because he's my father, and she's like, "What the fuck?" I beg your pardon. You mean our father? Yeah, exactly. Oh whoa whoa whoa! Yeah, it's been a second. I need to go back. And, and then watch it just again. Uh, we, I, th- I think we mentioned it again. Another thing we mentioned in the last episode was, I mean, gosh, Return of the Jedi, right near the end of the saga as we knew it for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's not until that moment Vader figures out everything. Yeah, right. It's just it, it's just crazy, and and this 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 uh, episode in particular, and the series as a whole, is is making that moment even more powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And and then and then talking about how uh, now now Obi Wan's failure is complete, mm. and and we're seeing the origins of all of that, and it's. Uh, Talk about uh, making this show a, a necessity, which is yeah. what you always want. You never want to make something that just is fluff or uh, yeah. 
no, it's extraneous. Just, it adds so much emotional depth. Um, yeah, we're only and you ran a risk. You ran a risk with this series of <laughs> cheapening. It was it was a ballsy move for sure. Yep. Yeah, because it could have just been like you know, uh, the purpose to get people to subscribe to Disney Plus, which I mean that right. also did that. And I think um, it's now currently the highest stream the thing of all time yep. on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, yeah. So, guess good on them. We haven't even really talked about a very important piece of this episode. Uh, oh, our, yeah. A very dear friend of ours. We have uh, a friend that's a dear? An actual dear friend. <laughs> um, our good friend uh, from our time doing theater in Southern California, Dustin Sighthammer. Freaking Dustin. Plays the loader droid, Ned B. The tallest loader droid in the galaxy. And most expressive and emotionally available, non-communicate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a droid that doesn't say a word, he communicates he says a, lot. a lot. He says a lot. Um, yes. I'm, I, 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 I'm sure you were the same way. I was messaging with him. As it was uh, happening. As he came on screen. And, yeah, same. It was just a lot of like uh, emojis. Because yes. words fail to. <laughs> I was actually screaming. I was like. Ah! Um, um and and we're gonna I'm gonna plug Dustin for a moment. This guy is one of the most pure, gentle, and giving. wildly talented people you will ever meet. Yeah, like he is the, like the embodiment the <laughs> the the giving tree is yes. uh, an actual. It's a it's a book about him. Yes, <laughs> and talk is. about somebody who like. Uh, lives out their faith in everything he does. It's and, so true. He's such uh, a... He's an actor. He's a director. He's a dancer. He's a stunt performer. He plays like he's an five, mu- in general. five instruments. Uh, just very talented uh, designer of... Gorgeous uh, drag co- queen. Yes. Uh, you've never met anyone like him. And, yeah, uh, you really haven't. To see to see him in in Star Wars, and you've you've uh, you're going to start seeing him a whole lot. And if you saw uh, X Men: New Mutants, yes, uh, uh, you saw a lot of Dustin. Um, but uh, be on the lookout for him. Uh, how 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 exciting! And yeah, and he really like, was really terrific. Yeah, so good. It's such a new addition to the droid family. Um, yes, and also like. Um, like an Im- very imposing. Like I, yes. I don't know what I was expecting from his character because, like, I mean, we knew that he was going to be in the show, but we didn't really know like what exactly. Um, and then uh, when we were finally presented with him, I was, I think, I was just expecting him to be like a, you know, I mean, obviously he's very friendly, but like, there's also a side of him that's like, ooh, he could do a lot of damage when he was like holding the freaking like hammer the behind red- his yeah, back. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" And the stormtroopers were like, uh, "You know, he can't understand anything." And yeah, as he's putting the hammer behind his back, it's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh man, kill him, Dustin! Kill him, Dustin! Do it. Fucking do, do it. it!" Um, yeah, like I, I, it was really exciting. Like his very like gentle like um head motions, like from the one trooper to the to the other one, yes. like just like it, it was very like uh. Yeah, you, I was just waiting for that hammer blow to happen, and it like it didn't, which is cool. Um, yeah, I, 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 a very cool entrance for our friend, yes. and I'm so so thrilled for him. And it's obviously not the last that we see of him. 
Um, oh, just and, so cool. Yeah, just so effing cool. Um, but yeah, if you're looking to, oh God, he is such a fabulous. I, I want to shout out his. Um, let's see here. He is that underscore dapper d a p p e r underscore d on Instagram. If you want to go check him out, he is a amazing person. Um, and will be your friend. Whoever you are, he will 100% be your friend. He will, he will find common ground with you. That's, the type, <laughs> of, that's Just, the type of guy he is. That is who he is. Uh, so great addition. Um, uh, uh, Indira Varma, who plays uh, uh, Tala. Freaking awesome. Who plays the, uh, the she's the Imperial Turncoat. And uh, you've seen Indira Varma on Game of Thrones as Illyria Sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god, her reaction to her Oh, I guess this is sort of a spoiler alert If you've ever seen Game of Thrones But to her husband or Yeah, uh, well, her lover Her, her lover, lover, yeah her who, was the, who is none other than the Mandalorian Yeah, yeah. so they both have made their way into the Star Pedro Wars universe Pascal. Different time periods But um, The yeah. scream when his eyes are plucked out And his teeth uh, are knocked out of his face Yikes Like her, the, I, I, I think uh, It was like it was Her reaction was all of our reactions Like yeah. it was so so genuine Well, it And was, then Cersei, Cersei says In like the second to last season When she finally has her captive She said I've never heard a scream like that in my life and Yeah, yeah like, right, right It's like yeah right. you can say that again <laughs> Same Lives Same. rent free in my head Oh my God, Jesus! Um, I still will. Ne- I'll never forget that scene. It was just the most devastating TV I had ever seen at that point. Uh, but but she she's a, a wonderful uh, addition. Yes, so happy to have her in the Star Wars universe. Um, and they uh, they name dropped um, uh, the the planet that they they were going to take Kenobi to. Um, oh. Was it was it Kajimi? Yeah, Kajimi. Uh huh. So we've seen Kajimi in the Rise of Skywalker. That's where that's where. Um, if I'm keeping my planets the same, isn't that where Ray Poe and uh, Oh shit! And they take three PO to see Babu Frick on Kajimi. Yeah, I think you're right. Which makes all the sense, and that's why we saw. Um, wait. Oh wait a minute. Well, we do. We we saw. Okay, I'm getting my things mixed up now because we did see Bubba Freak in the in the. Was it the Mandalorian season no, three? He, no, he, trailer? yeah, yeah. He's he's going to be in. Season, uh, they've talked about him. He's going to. Yes. be Yes. Okay. Three. Gotcha. 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 I was trying to. I'm getting my things mixed up. But yeah. But yeah. Th- so I I I I. We might even I, get Bubba Freak in this series. Maybe, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe but, or at um, least one of his like you know one of his kind. But yeah, they're gonna take Kenobi to Kojimi, which is a. Uh, they're kind of quietly tying in some sequel stuff again. Lots of ties, lots of ties. Um, I mean, it's, I I think that they're gonna they're gonna continue to do that quite a lot since sure. we're pretty much confirmed getting more movies from that era. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think actually one of the the more chilling aspects of this episode was actually Kenobi and Leia's run in with uh, Freck. Oh, the yeah. uh-huh. uh, essentially a truck driver, mm-hmm. uh, voiced by Zach Braff, by the way. Which yes, I had no idea. Yes. Same. Um, yeah, he's uh, a great voice actor. Uh, but the it was it, this was a nice little piece of world building under mm-hmm. the Empire of like there are people who think this is a good idea. Yeah, and 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 in seemingly which they kind of did in um in the Clone Wars for sure. Yeah. Although I think um a little bit in I Bad think- Batch. Yeah, uh huh. In the bad way. Yeah, exactly. I think there was a, but a fair amount of those people, um, 
which I think that um, Tala and like you know that character like caught on to quicker yeah. than a lot yeah, of the yeah, other yeah, people yeah. that um, that we were like lied to. Like we thought it was going to be a good thing, and then obviously weren't aware of what it actually was. Right, and you want to talk about historical parallels? Maybe um, we're gonna we're gonna continue the the Nazi Germany. That's the it, the big the big one that comes to mind. Yeah, oh, no, I mean it's it 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 is the parallel. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it's uh, out of desperation comes this and yep uh but but just it's freck's casual assumption that everyone is like yeah who does who doesn't who doesn't love this yeah it's all the rage right everybody's doing it and and uh that 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 scene when the stormtroopers got on i was like oh my god this has like a a, yet again i kind of felt like inglorious bastards kind of feel like same same thing again um i just quoted the musical that not that you were in right now, but the one that you were just in. Everybody's doing it. Do you remember that? That's a really deep dive for you. <laughs> I just did it? Um, in what, 2019? It, was it 2019? Because I haven't... I haven't <laughs> Daniel, there was a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> there was a long time. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, it was... Um, what's another one? Um... People come, people go. Still? I guess that was a really short blip in your life, so it wouldn't really be a super... <laughs> Still nothing? Oh my god. Boop! <laughs> Oh, yeah, if, if you're only listening to this, I just flatlined. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take a glass together. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. Great, there great. it is. Yeah, well, that was, that was, God, that was three years ago. Three years ago, oh my God. Yeah, and that's a, uh, it's like a, it's like one of the most random lines that the ensemble sings, which you probably had even no idea that it was happening, so. Well, I, I, I remember now. it now, but that, yeah, that. Wow. Everybody's doing it. I yeah. literally, yeah. I've, yeah, I've yeah. quoted that ever since, like I did it in college, and I uh, nobody knows what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're the only person on earth would actually get this joke, and well, still nope. didn't get it. Nope. <laughs> still didn't get it. Nope. Great. <sighs> uh, Unless I'm saying it, I don't care about it. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, this is yeah. also a podcast about musicals. Just want to right. make sure that we got it in. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that that whole sequence with the stormtroopers just had the the, the inglorious bastards feel to it. Yes, and, and, very much. Um, and then the 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 really cool sequence of the probe droid coming down and and mm-hmm. Obi Wan going all action hero and and like basically, um, oh my god! And they getting the, the stormtrooper getting bisected by the force. Yikes. <laughs> like, god, Deborah Chow. <laughs> Although I got, I gotta say it because like we were joking about it in the first two episodes. Like there, there, it seems to be a common theme now that there's like, there's like very silly sequences where like, you know, the the bad guys are chasing them, and there's like a there's some kind of like you know in the forest. Just walk like, oh around. my god, a tree! I can't walk around it. <laughs> there's yeah, there's like a a forest beam going across, you know, and there's like literally a giant desert. Like you could go. Somebody suggested. That this is a limitation of the volume. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Because on the one hand, the volume has gotten so good yeah. even since 2020 or 2019 when they were shooting Mandalorian. Yeah, it's yeah. It's gotten so good that you can't always tell what 
if they're in a real environment or not. But now it's ma- it makes a lot more sense to me that that's exactly what happened because they yeah, only at least they literally only have sure. they literally only have so much room. So like right. okay, interesting. Yes. Yeah, and I was like it, it, the fact that <laughs> it was very Blazing Saddles. Yes, Blazing Saddles or Robin well, Hood. Cut him off at tights. the pass. <laughs> yeah, he's like the um, you gotta pay the toll. You know, <laughs> cut him off at the pass. I hate that cliche. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I I had to point it out because no, it was no. funny and it's happened. I definitely, giggled. I think it's happened three times. Yeah, at least far. three but, times. Yeah, so it's it's a funny, hilarious little thing that'll be. You know, if mean. I were to levy one complaint, and it's I, I can't even call it a complaint. It's just so an much observation. as something I'm waiting on. Mm. So Natalie Holt has uh, done the score. Uh, oh, uh-huh. For Kenobi, and she scored Loki, which right. we, I think you, Alyssa, and I agreed was sick. Some 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 of Marvel's best music thus far. Yeah, what's that instrument that I love so much? Oh, I I, I know. Yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting the. It's freaking cool. So. Al- Alyssa knew. Um, yeah, I was like, how did how does she know this stuff? Uh, uh, all those she musicians in her family. Yeah, and yeah. she's a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, um, right, right. Uh, but I mean, Natalie Holt does such great work, and and she's written some compelling music for this. I would yeah. say what I'm missing right now is hint, just hints at motifs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And there really haven't the been the Leia theme. Could it be really the, easily the, the Leia somewhere? theme? Vader, uh, the like the Imperial March, not not in its full throated glory, but sure. just like just just a couple of intervals, a chord progression. Yeah, yeah. Or the for, or even a hint at the force theme, which I we, we will get there. I have well, no doubt we will get there. But yeah, and we do get a um, at least a fair amount of hints of those motifs in Kenobi's in the John theme, Williams. Yeah, the, because John really, Williams did it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, exactly right. Um, uh, they're all unfinished, but they you, right. like, but they're all and, there. And that's what's actually so melancholic about the theme is like, oh, it's there, it's there. Oh, yeah. It's 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 actually a good metaphor for where he's at right now. It's yeah. just incomplete. Mm-hmm. But um, I I am missing. I felt like when we first see Vader on Mustafar, or just just a little something mm-hmm. that could really. We know what music in Star Wars can do. It can literally rescue movies, oh, entire yeah. movies. Yeah, I mean, I I obviously the um the moment of seeing um. Luke in Mandalorian um, for the first time. Yeah. Like, I mean, that moment alone was incredible, but like yep. hearing like even just a hint of that theme in there, just, just like, I, I think probably was the, the biggest thing that made me like heave with tears. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, and, and like very, I, very powerful. And, and I, I don't want to project because like, yeah, not, not these, these, uh, the creators of this, they don't owe us anything no. in terms of like what they deliver. So I, I never want them to uh, make make these shows or these movies just out of a pure desire to satisfy fa- you know, fan hopes. Yeah. That being said, I mean, even there, there were a couple of panels where like some of the Lucasfilm people like said as such, they're like, we're doing this for you, you know, which is fine. But I, 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 I worry that's what happened with Rise of Skywalker, and yeah, yeah. I, I the reason I, uh, even though like Last Jedi isn't a perfect movie by any stretch, mm-hmm. it dared to, it dared to try. Mm-hmm. 
It did. And 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 when it succeeded, it succeeded in in stunning fashion. Definitely. I just I I don't think we need to be Reddit diving to uh, mm-hmm. to make good Star Wars. And right, right. I just I, I I suppose it's just my preference, and I I and I know it's coming. So and she's a fantastic composer. Uh, but like for instance, imagining that moment when Qui Gon reveals himself to to Obi Wan, like sprinkling in the Force theme there would would ruin people. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm actually curious. So in um, we were talking about their their scene on the 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 mining planet. Um, yeah. Uh, before they meet up with Frag, 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 um, Frag. they see a well, not they. Obi Wan sees like what only can be described as, I guess, just a uh, a projection of Anakin, Anakin in the distance, yeah, a hallucination. Yeah, um, which very foreboding, and like, and you, the scowl that he has on yeah. his face, you know, and. Um, yeah, you just, like, can, even though he's, like, so far away, you could, like, see, like, yeah. at least what Obi-Wan is projecting that Anakin is, like. One of the last images he remembers. Yeah, of him being so angry at him. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's, um, I'm just wondering if we're gonna, I assumedly we're gonna see more of that, but I'm wondering if we're gonna see him a little bit closer, if we're gonna see, like, you know, some more Anakin-Obi-Wan scenes. Uh, you know, my my best guess for episode four is exactly mm-hmm. that he's going to spend exactly a lot of time that. now that he is. Here, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Here and we I go. was thinking about it because I uh, maybe I, it's because I was in Moon Knight mode as well. <laughs> so while Obi Wan is comatose from yep. just getting dragged through the fire, this is the perfect opportunity for him to be laying there, mm. having just absolute. Either recollections or nightmares about fever dreams, yeah. And again, and, and I, I think this is the opportunity we're gonna get to go it back into the past with the two sure. of them. Sure, or, or you know, even um, uh, if not even past, <laughs> like, like, um, just like, like you said, like nightmare versions, like where he's, like, they're having a conversation, but like, are they really kind of situation? Right. It's like all in his head, like that, like, like things that never happened, but like thing, but like his subconscious is right. dealing with kind of thing. And and as as Kenobi clings to life, this is his spiritual reawakening. His... Yeah, that would be dope. That would be very cool. Man, is anybody taking notes? I mean, <laughs> this God. stuff is great. Um, Star Wars is really good when it's good. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um. I didn't men- I didn't mention this when we were talking about Vader at the top because I was just so excited to talk about it. Uh, it it was confirmed it is James Earl Jones recorded new dialogue. Yeah. But you'll notice, and I know you did, um, mm. that they used the the uh, re-speech technology oh. that they used with with uh, Mark Hamill's performance in Mandalorian. Right. To make Vader sound like he did in Return of the Jedi, because you'll note in Rogue One. Uh, he sounds slightly different because they basically took James Earl Jones's voice as it is now and put a little effect over it. But it sounds, he sounds old. older. Yeah, yeah, right. And as as your voice ages, your chords change, and yep. he doesn't quite have the timber he used to have. But they they achieved it here. And when he yeah. first opened his mouth, I was like, oh, oh shit, that sounds real good. Yep. 
and his overall look too. I think is yeah. they they've um they've done because like you know we you look at all the different versions of Vader's costume over the years and it's weird because they're they're all such subtle changes. But like when you look at them side by side, they're like, why do they make them so differently? Well, and and particularly like Revenge of the Sith when he first gets put in the the helmet, it's so symmetric. Like if they yeah. they squared it off like a yeah. lot. Not really sure why that was. Because that's that seems like a fairly easy yeah. thing to fit. Well, I don't know. Maybe back then they didn't really have. Because um, I mean, maybe a lot of the <laughs> from what we've learned about ILM and how like haphazard their offices were. Like I, I'm wondering if they um, they just lost the schematics and they're just like, eh, we'll just we'll just you know do it off of like a visual and it'll <laughs> yeah. But I, it, it's um. Or if they're just taking artistic liberties, it's it's uh, you know, or you know, if they're just, just suggesting that Darth Vader's costume is like quite literally evolved and it, over time, well, right? And, 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 and I actually buy that because yeah, it gets worn down. I mean, I'm sure they have replaceable parts, and yes, I'm just imagining his his like like a freaking cartoon, like how they you go into his closet, and it's just a bunch of different like yeah. Darth Vader costumes, <laughs> like side by side, like what? I mean, the guy's the guy's the guy is a cyborg, so like it's, right. Things change. Um, I do like that in Rogue One and, and and here they basically took his New Hope. Yes, look it's and like just recreated it. And, yeah, um, which is very cool. And the way they shot Vader in particular in this mm-hmm. episode, in a way we've never seen before, with the the reflection of the flames, yeah. or walking through the shadows, and just mm-hmm. when he's walking down that that uh, that town street, and oh man, and the quick head turn. I mean, it's it's. It's serial killer vibe. I mean, it's just yeah, it's something yeah, yeah. we've never seen with him before. It's like a Jason Voorhees yeah. kind of situation. Yeah. Because, yeah, you, you, um, uh, seeing him in the dark, but you don't really see even his outline. You just see, like, the little lights on his chest, you know? Right. And that, just that alone is so, like, you know what's behind there. It's very, and then, very and, scary. And then, like, taking note of when his breathing stops. Yeah. And, and, like, he's, he's still getting used to, uh, he's very aware of how, you know, obvious it is. Now. But he, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he holds his breath and then just pops out, and it's like, oh my god! Yikes! Um, oh, did we even? We was this? That was that was this episode, right? Like the very opening part of the episode was him like getting, getting ready for the put day. together. Yeah. Oh my god! Like terrifying. Has to do that, that every single dis- day. Yeah, right. The most uh, the most descriptive way we've seen. Um, of yeah, like well, how, how he, he gets he, ready, his neck piece basically being screwed into his spine, and yikes! It is it is uh quite quite horrific. Just in um, constant pain. Yeah, when he's outside of the Bacto tank. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Um, I mean, a man oh man, uh, man oh man. Yeah, pretty spooky indeed. I'm trying to think about um this this episode had a lot of stuff in it. Um, and I'm 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 all scatterbrained. I took some notes, but they're they're all, my my even my notes were all over the place. Um, um, I just cannot wait. Like, we have this episode, then we have the penultimate episode, and then the finale, and then we're done. And I would imagine in this case, because it's six episodes, that the finale will be the what is usually the penultimate episode in terms of shock value or. Probably, heightened. yeah, because if we're if we're if we're only doing one season of this, which you know, it's, it's well, they've 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 been greenlit for some kind of 
Oh, is that the, true? I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, there. There, it, the question is whether it is. It was very odd how they phrased it. It was like, will will it be an Obi Wan? So the, the, if if that's is it the a case, conti- then I... is it a continuation? Like, is it a season two or is it a different? I'm a trying to remember spin-off. how that. Yeah, right. Um, like it's like the same time period, same characters, but like Obi Wan is not around. Well, like, so but, it's not but, called Obi Wan Kenobi. It's called. But I mean, you yeah. and McGregor was the one who first hinted at it, and mm. b- and he. Well, I, I did. Think I mean, it, I know that he kind of joked around about there being like an episode seven, eight, nine, nine or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But but then uh, the, there was. Uh, it hasn't been officially confirmed, but yeah, it, I mean, it's, he could have just floating around that there cute. is an there is an episode or there's a, a season two of some kind. So mm. I wonder where I mean, that would, leaves them with with Vader. Um, I would be welcome to it. But I mean, what, what, we'll whatever, whatever the second confrontation is, it's going to be epic and lit. I, I really, I really, again, going back to music, I really hope we get just a nod and a wink a to Duel of the Fates. Yeah. Ooh, that would be so fun. I mean, I don't know or, whether or, or not. Battle I of mean, Heroes. It, yeah. I mean, it, it without Maul there, like having the, well, I mean, no, they hinted, they they used that in, and they used it purposefully. Yeah, they did, they did. Because Duel of the Fates isn't just about Maul; it's about he he's he is uh, the fate of Anakin. It's the fate of Anakin. Yeah, right. And the and and you don't realize it at the time, but the battle between Maul and Obi Wan and Qui Gon is the beginning of the battle for Anakin's soul. Totally, and right. they lose, and they lose, right. Dave Filoni made a point talking another... about how like they lost the duel of the fates. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see because I still I I'm it, it's got to they have to have a real clever way to to put a button on this because like there's got to be a re, like there's got to be a there's got to be a reason know. Vader says what he says. Yeah, uh, unless you just assume he's still talking about Revenge of the Sith, but I don't think that's possible because no. he didn't leave. Um, or you could make the argument that Obi-Wan left Anakin. Even though Anakin right. does turn to the dark side, Obi-Wan quite literally leaves him. Right. So whatever happens here, I think Obi-Wan either has to kind of be uh, kind of uh, clever in how he escapes, or he kicks Vader's ass. Yeah, right. I mean... Uh... Which se- doesn't seem possible right now, but... Because oh, I think... I mean, I, they're... Yeah, because in um, in um, a new hope, there's yeah, Darth Vader doesn't assume that he's dead. He just says, oh, "I haven't heard, felt that presence for a long time." I, I haven't of, felt his presence since. Dot dot dot. Right. Finish that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Um. So, the, so they haven't violated any canon yet. But to your yeah. point. Whatever their showdown is, I think it has to, in some way, result in Obi Wan at least fighting him to a a draw. Yeah, right, exactly. And how he gets away and hides himself again, and, I think and it, also decides that like, oh, the best the best choice for me now is to go back into hiding and become even more of a hermit than I was before. <laughs> well, and 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 to be ready for the time when Luke is ready, and I think Leia yeah. is instrumental in that. Sure, it, because he, he's. She is, uh, without knowing it, she is reawakening his his paternal instinct. And, sure. Uh, he's already inspired, or she has already inspired him. And I think 
that's so great that one of the Skywalker children, without even knowing it, and without even knowing she has a sibling, yeah, uh, is responsible for Obi Wan training Luke. Hmm. I mean, I guess even from the beginning of this show, it was still his. You know, um, like he he's always had that like, which actually that was something that I that 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 was sort of not retconned, but. Um, but I guess you can call it a retcon because in A New Hope, he made it sound like, um, uh, like you know, oh, well, I don't know. Did he, he that he that he wasn't that he, that he always wanted to train him? Because like, yeah, hmm. I mean, well, it's never. I don't. I don't. If I'm remembering, it's not explicitly. He never explicitly says that. But you you have yeah. no reason to believe Obi Wan didn't have that in mind for him yeah i guess so right but i uh, the detour here is the fact that owen uh, owen's entire family is threatened and obi-wan's like i can't i can't i can't ignore that like well i've got to leave him alone oh right oh no sorry right yes but then realizing that there there yeah there is a moment that um uh that he might become compromised in in that moment so he's like well we have to move now and There's no better time than now, and then his parents and or his aunt and uncle end up dead. Yeah. Um, but we digress. I, I so I, yeah, it's it, it's interesting. So like, it, I that, that is just something a, a new nugget that I was never aware of, or that we were never aware of. That yep. Obi Wan has always had the intention of training Luke when he was ready, not just to protect him to make sure he didn't die. Like he was going yep. to when he became a, of age, be, make him into a Jedi. And then you know, I guess inevitably take take down the the Sith. But yeah. Um, I um, yeah. But he, with, with that being in mind, he does it like <laughs> he sort of detached himself from the Force. I guess he probably is starting to figure out like, oh, I would probably be a pretty shitty teacher because <laughs> I don't have um, don't have what it yeah. takes anymore. Um, yeah. And and it's just interesting, like the 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 through line behind the scenes is that Anakin never stops being the chosen one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that the I mean the Force works in mysterious ways, and <laughs> and uh, and and that it, he he remains the chosen one to the very end. Yeah, he, he destroys the Sith, or right. you know at least. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. In in that it you know. Yeah. Right. 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 Because I, I I suppose you could say you know, it was that that I think I would I would venture to say, part of the whole point of the sequel trilogy, and they 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 kind of like Ryan Johnson was funneling us this direction that yeah uh, the force, uh, there didn't have to just be one that the force will will protect itself and balance itself however it needs to, and that it it, it can choose another or as Rise of Skywalker posits. It creates a dyad, and right? So I mean, that's that's getting more convoluted than we need to get. But it's just interesting that watching Anakin do the horrible things he continues to do, that he still is the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And it's like wow, it just yeah, it's um nuts, yeah, absolutely nuts. Um, just makes me excited about where where yep. like Star Wars is going. Yes, yeah, very very much so. The more philosophical and and mysterious and mystical it gets, the better because that's. That's what made it what it was. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, it's answering some questions, but it's definitely making me dig a lot deeper 
than yeah. I ever thought I would ever about this. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. This yeah. franchise. Yeah. Um, and I love it. That's when it's at its best, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Other people like it for other reasons, and they're great too. But they're fine. Some people just like watching kids' necks get snapped by uh, <laughs> by Vader. And that's me. I sure love it. Well, um, <laughs> now what? Hell, hell of an episode. And yeah, uh, congratulations again, Dustin. Oh man, Holy cow. freaking congratulations. We're so happy for you. And teaser, he's agreed to come on the show and I'm oh holding boy. him to it. Oh boy, oh boy. And and that guy just has stories out the wazoo. I mean, not yes. even things that don't pertain to Star Wars. He could tell you a story about just about anything. Just anything. Um, and you know, and like I said before and I wasn't I wasn't joking. Like he literally makes friends with every single person. Yes. So like yep. he he has like stories from from every nook and cranny of that. Yes set so it'll be a really really fun discussion no doubt um so that's coming and also um the very next episode allegedly is going to be a review of miss marvel's first episode which is coming out this week oh wow wow, wow. indeed um but yeah i guess now we just need to like end the show i mean usually uh, we just Alyssa need to, does it and it's well like, i'll try it i'll, I'll try uh, to end this i'm um, nervous this is this has been inside the tauntaun at podcast the multiverse fandom wow you sound just like a lesbian i'm amazed it's incredible I, I, <laughs> I listen to recordings of Alyssa, and she talks like this she does she does um i'm dino nicandros and i'm daniel dawson may the force be with you Always. Inside the Tantan Podcast. Please like and subscribe.